Hello, and welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast, a discussion of God's extraordinary works through His ordinary ways. My name is Winston Weber, and Mike, today we are talking about reclaiming family worship. That's right. Why it's so crucial to reclaim daily household worship and corporate worship with the body of Christ. The idea is this. doesn't matter if you have kids or not. doesn't matter if you're married or not. Wherever you live and wherever you worship, you need to be worshiping God on a, on a day-to-day basis, uh, on a continual basis, not just on Sundays with the gathered church, which every Christian should do, but also on a day-to-day basis, being in the word and prayer with fellow believers. And I say uh, family, daily family worship, daily household worship. It could be a husband and wife that their kids are grown and gone. It could be a newly married couple. It could be a couple with kids. It could be a single mom with kids. It could be a person who lives alone or a person with uh, roommates. So really, it's just on a daily basis, you're doing the word and prayer uh, alone and with other believers. Awesome. So how do you think this has been lost? If we need to reclaim something, you're saying that it's been lost. What do you mean? I I do believe it's been lost because I think that often we run on one track instead of two. Think of train tracks. And we teach individuals how to do the word and prayer on a daily basis, and many don't. But also we don't think of households uh, doing the same things that Christians are to do together, uh, whether that's the word and prayer, singing, uh, witnessing, whatever that is. And my premise is this, the health of the corporate church and individual households depends upon reclaiming a daily household worship. In fact, the Puritans would go out into the fields, pastors would go out into the fields to speak with their men and ask if they were um, upholding a daily time of reading the Bible and praying and singing with mm. their family. And if the answer was no, they would actually be under church discipline, wow. which sounds shocking to us, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like we are so individualistic. We don't think about this. And my, one of my goals, and I've said this before on this program, is that we um, should want every Christian in every Christian household to be in the Word and prayer together on a daily basis. That's what Christians do. And we don't just do it once a day or once a week, but this is kind of a continual, like Spurgeon's morning and evening, right? Yeah. Let's get in the word in the morning and the evening. You want, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't every Christian love to have the Bible be the first thing they see in the morning and the last thing they see when they go to bed? Yeah. And I mean, that's what we see in scripture, right? Deuteronomy 6, 4, the, the Shema is that's exactly right. what it says. Psalm 1. When you meditate. raise up, when you yes. go to sleep, when you do all that, it's. Absolutely. That is why it's there, because we need to be continually in the Word. Absolutely. In fact, Deuteronomy 6 is the first place I wanted to take us today, because it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. And then it goes on to say, You shall teach them diligently to your children, and talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise. Bind them on the sign on your hand. They shall be as frontals uh, between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Like your life should be immersed with worshiping God. And often people will say, oh, we take the teachable moments. Well, it says you shall teach them all the time. And so that's, it should become a part and it needs to be reclaimed because we are so busy, are we not? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So give me some strategies that I can take home to my family Mm -hmm. and use them to grow and reclaim that family worship. Absolutely. The first is you got to initiate. Okay. You got to initiate. And I think that church leaders and heads of households need to initiate. Okay. So you need to initiate 
And it isn't rocket science, it isn't brain surgery, but it isn't easy. We all know it's not easy to do something that we know is good, but we're tired and we come home from a busy day. Some people do this in the morning, some do it at night, some do it both times, some do it in the middle of the day. But you need to initiate it and say, look, I have a resolve to engage my household in the things of God. And even if you live alone, I want to have a discipline where I engage daily with God where I, where I live and, and where I move and have my being, whether it be your home, your office, all those things. And so um, just initiate first. And then the second thing is engage, literally just engage. And, and the idea is there is that you've got to actually do something. You know, get a Bible, open it up, read some verses, or you memorize some things. My kids, I've said this before, but my kids learned Psalm 23 and Psalm 100 very early on because those were the first two things I memorized when I was a new believer. And so you've got to initiate, you've got to engage. And then the third thing is you got to enjoy it. Hmm. Like this is not drudgery. I remember uh, there were times when our kids were younger, my wife would look at me and go, you're forcing this. You know, like this is just like you're doing this because you know you need to do it. And sometimes you do. You just discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. But to enjoy Jesus Christ, to enjoy the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to enjoy engaging in the word and praying alone and with other believers is a gift. It is a privilege. And so don't just initiate and engage in it, but literally enjoy God and just the moments as you do this. Yeah, absolutely. Those are three good things and really simple things. Very most, simple. Most of that is just, just do it. <laughs> so, it is. Yeah. You've got to resolve, right? You've got to it's, it's interesting. You could back up and say, before you initiate, you got to resolve. You got to decide, yeah. I'm going to do this. And it's a non-negotiable. Like, you know, I say, I'm going to brush my teeth and floss every day. Well, you get to the end of the day, some days you're like, oh, I'll just do it in the morning. Or I'll do it in a couple of days. You know, yeah. how many people floss right before they go to the dentist? Mm. Yes. Not me. I just <laughs> own it. Right, you got to own it. Man. You got to own it. So I think it, it would be resolve to do it, initiate, engage in it, and enjoy it as you do. Absolutely. Well, Mike, this was a shorter episode. This mm -hmm. wasn't quite a five minute of why, but I really appreciate you uh, giving us that that fire underneath us to go and do these things. These are good and great things. And, you know, like you said, they shouldn't be drudgery. That's right. Let me close with Psalm 78. Just a couple verses there where God established a testimony in Jacob, verse five, and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers to teach their children that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn and arise and tell them to their children that they would set their hope on God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commands. And you see like four or five generations just enjoying God together. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Mike. And thank you listeners for listening. If you want to email us, you can do so at ordinarychurch at gmail.com. We'd love getting those emails. Send those on in. And until next Thursday, we hope you'll join us as we remain faithful, even in the ordinary. <laughs>